Let's bow in prayer. Father, we're grateful to be in your presence today, gathered with your people to exalt you, Lord. And we do pray that you're glorified in our time together today. We pray that you're exalted. And Lord, we pray that you would bless this time together on on this Sunday in the life of our church. To you be the glory. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's good to have you here this morning, uh, gathered with us to worship our great God and King. And today is uh, a unique day, a somewhat special day in the life of our church as we're celebrating Vision Sunday uh, 2014. Last April, you, Meadowbrook Baptist Church, voted to allow me the privilege of serving as your pastor after I delivered a message from this pulpit highlighting what I believe to be a threefold biblical focus on worship, discipleship, and missions. In that message, I read and taught from Jesus' final words to his followers according to Matthew's gospel. I want to invite you to turn with me to that text found in Matthew chapter 28 as I read from it. If you don't have a Bible with you today, Matthew chapter 28 can be found on page 811 of the Pew Bible in front of or near you. And if you don't have a copy of God's Word at home, I want to invite you, in fact ask you, to take one from the Pew and we'll replace it. You may notice that there are new copies of God's Word in the Pew backs as a way of signifying this church's commitment to proclaiming, reading, teaching and obeying the living, breathing, authoritative Word of God. Matthew chapter 28, beginning in verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw Him, they worshipped Him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. In this very passage, we see each of these three values, worship, discipleship, and missions mentioned. We read about the disciples, the followers of the Lord Jesus, rightly responding to the risen Jesus by worshiping Him. They are then commanded by Jesus to make or produce other disciples, other followers of Jesus, by teaching them to know and obey Jesus. And they are to do so in all places, in all nations, locally, nationally, and internationally, among all people. Church, I want you to know that I feel incredibly privileged by God to serve a church that has a history of emphasizing these biblical values that are honoring to God. I'm excited to serve and to lead a congregation that, li- that loves the Scriptures and desires to glorify God in the way that He intends for us to as conveyed in the Bible. I'm excited to serve and to lead a congregation that has placed very intentional emphasis on discipleship, especially among our children. And I'm excited to serve and to lead a congregation that has been a dedicated supporter of missions locally, nationally, and around the world. 
Church, let's continue to be very intentional about valuing, pursuing, and practicing these things that are honoring to God. And in a spirit of intentionality and vision for the future, we have had a logo team comprised of the 2013 Outreach Committee and a few others diligently working toward a new logo for Meadowbrook that will offer explanation of who we are and emphasize these three values for us, all under a Christocentric or Christ-centered focus. And you can see on the screens now the fruit of that labor in an updated visual that reflects the centrality of Jesus Christ and His finished work on the cross. In addition, this visual reflects who we are as the gathered people of God who often meet together in this place with the three arched windows representing the three arched windows in this sanctuary. And finally, this visual reflects who we are as the gathered people of God who embrace a threefold emphasis on worshiping God, growing as His disciples, and engaging in missions. So what I hope to do now is to offer a snapshot into why each of these three areas must be a priority for us both now and in the days ahead, and to offer some 2020 vision possibilities. That is, goals for the year 2020 pertaining to each of these specific areas for the people who comprise Meadowbrook Baptist Church. Church, in all that we do, we want to glorify God. As people who claim to believe in, gather in the name of, and obey the one true God, the almighty God who has made himself known through his written word, our task is to glorify him. We exist to exalt him, to obey him, to honor him, to enjoy him, and to glorify him. As the people of this church, Meadowbrook Baptist Church, we exist to glorify God. Meadowbrook Baptist Church exists to glorify God. One of the ways in which we do that is by emphasizing worship. Worshiping God is what we were created to do. A.W. Tozer, who was a mid-20th century pastor and theologian whose sermons and writings have remained very influential decades now after his death, said this, Yes, worship of the loving God is man's whole reason for existence. That is why we are born and that is why we are born again from above. That is why we were created and that is why we have been recreated. That is why there was a genesis at the beginning and that is why there is a regenesis called regeneration. That is also why there is a church The Christian church exists to worship God first of all. Everything else must come second or third or fourth or fifth. I want to invite you to turn with me in your Bibles back a few pages to Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22 verse 37. And one reason that I believe worship is what we were created to do is because rightly worshiping the only one who is worthy of worship, the almighty creator, is the most satisfying and fulfilling and enjoyable and obedient thing that any of us creatures can do. 
Jesus was asked by the Jewish religious leaders of his day what the greatest commandment of God's law was. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, is his response. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Loving the Lord God involves honoring and worshiping Him as He deserves. For this reason, we spent the summer of 2013 walking through the biblical book of Malachi because it has so much to teach us about rightly worshiping God. Church, we want to know God through biblical worship. We want to know God through biblical worship. And through our time together in Malachi, we learned that worship is so much more than we often reduce it to. Worship is more than singing. It's more than music. It's more than praying. Hopefully it encompasses everything that we do together in our corporate gatherings here in the name of Christ. From the hymns, to the prayers, to the offering, to the preaching, to the listening, to the responding. But we also saw from God's words through the prophet Malachi to his people that worship encompasses far more than just what we do as the gathered church. It involves everything we do all the time, both collectively and individually. So how might we define biblical worship? Biblical worship is encountering and experiencing the Christ of Scripture and responding with adoration and obedience. Biblical worship is encountering and experiencing the Christ of Scripture and responding with adoration and obedience. And all that we do, let's be about that. Let's be about encountering and experiencing the Christ of Scripture and responding with adoration and obedience to Him. And as we do, I believe we'll see great things happen in the life of Meadowbrook Baptist Church. As we value both individual and corporate worship together, let's strive together to see another church plant in a less churched American city. Another church plant in a less churched American city. One of the most exciting things Meadowbrook has done is to recognize that we can't reach everyone in this place. Yet we want to be a part of others connecting to Christ and connecting to the church, gathering together week after week in their communities to worship God together. Just as this church sent some out and supported what became Chelsea Village Baptist Church in 2009, Let's make planting another church by 2020 in an area that needs a church a goal. In addition, let's also strive for 40% growth in weekly worship attendance right here. 40% growth in weekly worship attendance. This would mean that instead of about 400 people gathered to worship here on Sundays, there would be about 550 And numbers certainly aren't everything, but we do want to experience more people gathered together in this place week to week to worship the great God that we serve. And that won't just happen on its own, but as each of us recognizes the importance 
of regular corporate worship. And as each of us invites others to participate in and become part of church, then that is certainly an attainable goal for us. Let's continue to make biblical worship a top priority through our attendance, sacrificial giving, and participation together. And let's also continue to make worship a priority through our daily obedience to the Lord. And because our worship of God is dependent on Him drawing us to Himself so that we truly recognize and encounter Him for who He is, let's pause now and ask Him to do just that through song together. Let's stand and sing together now. After our time together last summer in Malachi, we shifted gears slightly and we spent several weeks in a series on growing together as followers together in the church, looking at Ephesians chapter 4 together. And I want to encourage you to turn with me in your Bibles to that chapter, Ephesians chapter 4, as I read verse 16, which I believe to be a key verse for us at Meadowbrook Baptist Church if we seek to be intentional about growing together as disciples of Jesus. But Ephesians chapter 4, verse 16. From Him, Christ, from Christ, from Him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. From Him, from Christ, the whole body, the whole body of Christ, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. We want to grow together as disciples of Jesus. We don't just want to know God through biblical worship. We do want to know God through biblical worship, but we also want to grow together as the church, as the body of Christ. We want to grow together as disciples, as followers of Christ. And through our time together in Ephesians, we learn that discipleship is a process of maturing in our faith. And as believers in Jesus, it is a process of learning more about Christ in such a way that affects how each of us lives for Christ. And the picture throughout Ephesians chapter 4 is of growth that affects us as individual Christians, but also of growth that benefits the whole body of Christ, the church. So how might we define biblical discipleship? Biblical discipleship is growing together as committed followers of Christ by studying and living out the teachings of Scripture. Growing together as committed followers of Christ by studying and living out the teachings of Scripture. As people who make up Meadowbrook Baptist Church, let's be about that. Let's be about growing together as faithful followers of Jesus who desire to fully know Christ and live for Christ in the world. And for this reason, James Colbreth, our discipleship pastor, and myself, and the rest of our staff are working toward an intentional and comprehensive comprehensive and structured approach to how we do discipleship together here at Meadowbrook Baptist Church. 
And the biblical pictures of parents and, and families teaching and training their children the ways of the Lord in the home and of the church being an extension of that fam, family, coming alongside to, to aid, not replace in that spiritual growth process and in an effort to aid in that process. We as a church hope to continue to emphasize life together through Bible studies during the Sunday school hour on Sunday morning and to offer strategic classes at other times from what does it mean to know Christ to how to study the Bible for yourself to how to discover and use your spiritual gifts in the life of the church to how to have a God-honoring marriage to how to faithfully share your faith with unbelievers. I believe that if we are faithful to seek the Lord through ongoing and intentional efforts to grow together as disciples of Christ in this church, and from day to day as we live lives of of obedience to Christ, then, then we'll be able to accomplish these goals by 2020. Every member of this church, and, and bear in mind when I say this, these sound fairly straightforward and easy, and why, why wouldn't we all be doing these things already? And No doubt many of you are, but we're a church of over a thousand members. And so when I say every member, being able to clearly articulate the gospel, verbalize what is the gospel, that's what I mean, all of us. All 1,000 plus of us. Every Meadowbrook member showing clear commitment to this church family through their time and talents and resources. And every Meadowbrook member engaged in regular ministry, regular service in the life of this church. Just as the picture given in Ephesians chapter 4 of the body of Christ using the various gifts to serve together so that the whole body is built up and grows together. And lastly, parents of of children in this church clearly taking the lead in the home to disciple their children. Not to discipline their children, although that's certainly a part of discipleship. Taking the lead in your home to disciple your children and the church coming alongside to be an extension of that. I believe we could witness all of these marks of growing together as followers of Jesus in this church by the year 2020, if not before. In large part, discipleship is about trusting the Lord to lead us and to guide us and to protect us and to grow us as his people. So let's pause again and sing about that together now. As already stated, to be a Christian is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And to be a disciple of Jesus is to be a missionary on behalf of Jesus in this world. I praise God that this church is a missions-minded church. Under the leadership of Dr. Ron Sumners and many others, Meadowbrook Baptist Church has shown a clear commitment to both financially supporting the spread of the gospel and participating in going to the nations to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. So thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness in that regard. Thank you for generously and sacrificially giving nearly $40,000 at the end of 2013, well above our goal of $28,000 as a church through the annual Lottie Moon offering to directly support men and women and their mission work around the world. Men and women who have been called by God to 
to go and to plant themselves in other places for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And because the clear mandate of Scripture is for us to make followers of Jesus among all nations, we, we followed our time in Ephesians 4 with several weeks tracing a missionary journey in the life of the early church when two men, Paul and Barnabas, were sent out from the church in Antioch and traveled from town to town spreading the message of the gospel from place to place, establishing churches so that the work of ministry and so people would gather together and have a place to unite among other believers, a body to gather with to, to worship the risen Lord, to grow together as followers and, and to continue spreading the gospel. We learn from that journey in Acts chapter 13 and 14 that local churches should be sending churches. That was the picture that we saw. We also learned that sharing the gospel with the hopes of producing disciples takes intentionality and it takes time. It's it's not always met with acceptance and excitement on the part of the hearers. Nevertheless, that's what we're called to do. As faithful followers of Jesus, we want to go throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. We want to go throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. Turn with me in your Bibles to to one final place, Acts chapter 1. And in Acts chapter 1, we read a, a clear description of how we as the people of God are to go about spreading the good news that has come to us through the coming, living, and ultimately dying of the Son of God and Savior of the world. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus told his followers, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses, Christ told his followers, in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Those who have recognized and submitted to Jesus as Lord and Savior, are called to be witnesses, testifying to the truth of Christ in all the world, locally, regionally, nationally, and internationally. So how might we, as a church that gathers in this place, how might we define biblical missions for us? Biblical missions is declaring the life-changing message of Jesus in the Meadowbrook community, and to all the nations of the world. Declaring the life-changing message of Jesus in the Meadowbrook community and to all the nations of the world. And because this is a clear biblical mandate and a biblical value for us in this faith family, we want to pursue it faithfully and wholeheartedly. And as we do, I believe that by the year 2020, we could witness things like one-third of our current church membership on a mission trip or or mission project in a given year. And I don't mean one-third of our membership on a mission trip or project between now and 2020, but one-third of our membership on a mission trip or project in a given year between now and 2020. And as we continue to recognize the mandate of Christ to make disciples of all nations, we can certainly 
accomplish that goal by the grace of God. And in addition, let's, let's work to see a mission team and an ongoing ministry presence from Meadowbrook Baptist Church on all six inhabited continents around the world. Showing ourselves to be a globally minded people for the sake of the spread of the gospel. Because missions is a non-negotiable value for us, we're already in the process of taking steps toward these goals. We're hoping to have about twice as many people participating in mission trips and mission projects in 2014 as we did in 2013, which is why we have mission projects or trips right here in the Birmingham area, an international village outside of Atlanta, in Smithfield, Virginia, in Belize, in Honduras, and in Thailand this year. And I hope that that each of you will prayerfully consider how you can be involved in those efforts. In fact, church, I hope you will prayerfully consider how you can plug into each of these areas in the days ahead. As you leave today, I want to encourage you to to grab a, a summary sheet of some ministry possibilities and missions possibilities in each of these areas presently going on in the life of this church. Take those and and look over them, study them, and pray about where you could plug into these, where you could serve in each of these areas. And and with each of those areas, there's a particular name listed, a a leader over a given area, a contact person. And if you don't don't know the contact name for a particular area that you're interested in, then then you see the young man at the welcome desk with the white hair uh, named James with the goatee. He'll take care of you. Or see myself or anyone else that you see on this stage. But But we want to be an active church. A church that's comprised of people who are engaged in ministry in the local church. Plugging into ways that they can participate and lead in worship here among the people of God. And go with the gospel throughout the world. This morning we've, we've already stated that we exist to glorify God. We've stated that we want to know God through biblical worship. And we've we've stated that we want to grow together as disciples of Christ. And we've stated that we want to go throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. And as we now retroactively combine those ideas, we have a mission statement, a purpose statement for us as a church. And you can see it on the screens. Meadowbrook Baptist Church exists to glorify God by knowing God through biblical worship, growing together as disciples of Christ, and going throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. And as your pastor, my hope for us as a church is that this becomes a lens through which we view all of what we do as people who comprise this church. Maybe you're here this morning and You've heard a lot of talk about following Christ, growing in Christ, being a disciple of Christ. And perhaps you've realized that that you don't really know Christ, that you're not following Christ because He is not Lord in your life. But you'd like Him to be. Jesus is not the center of all that you do and your existence day by day, but you would like Him to be. You aren't obeying Him because you you haven't recognized that He is indeed Lord. He is Master. 
And if that is you, then I want to invite you in just a few moments when we stand and respond together by singing praises to God. I want to invite you to come and to let me know that. I want to know and help you in any way that I can. I want to come alongside you and help you as you desire to know Christ. And this church wants to to come alongside you and and help you as you seek to, to follow Christ and to rejoice with you as you follow Christ. And perhaps there are others here this morning that are visiting with us or have been visiting with us for some time. And you don't formally have a church home, but, but you've heard a, a vision. You've heard a mission this morning of what Meadowbrook Baptist Church is about. And maybe you could say, I would like to be a part of that. I would like to embrace that. I can support that. I, can, I want to be a part of embracing that mission and seeing it implemented in this church in the days and the weeks and the months and the years ahead, then I want to invite you, if that's you, for you to come in just a moment when we stand and respond as well to let me know that. We would love to have you partner with us, join with us, call this your family together. And perhaps there's still another group here. You're formerly a part of this church. You, You know Jesus Christ, but You would like someone to pray for you and with you as you seek to faithfully follow after Christ. I want to invite you to come as well. Allow us the opportunity, allow me the opportunity of praying with you and helping you in any way that I can. But let's stand together now and let's respond to the God who is worthy of worship by exalting the name of Christ together. Because each of these things that was shared today is a is a goal these vision possibilities are are man-made the man-made possibilities man-made goals you know as well as i do that that they may be adjusted with time that god may lead and and things may be altered we may accomplish things faster than we anticipated or we we may realize that god is leading us in a slightly uh, different direction and we certainly want to be found faithful if that is the case. And the good news is God does not change. God is immutable. His nature stays the same. His character is always consistent. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. He's a faithful God. And we as his people want to be found faithful to him. And we want to glorify this great God together by knowing him, growing together, and going with the gospel. But I do this morning want to uh, invite you Uh, to respond together uh, by embracing this mission, this mission of glorifying God by knowing Him through biblical worship and growing together as disciples of Christ and going throughout the world with the gospel of Christ as a symbol of, of uniting together as a church to accomplish a task, a biblical task, that he has given us to be about. So if you could say that this morning, if you could say, hey, I I embrace that mission, I want to be a part of that, uh, then I want to invite you uh, to stand with me now as we read that statement together. Uh, And then we'll remain standing uh, for our prayer of benediction and prayer of commitment together before we sing uh, as we dismiss. Let's say it together. Meadowbrook Baptist Church exists to glorify God by knowing God through biblical worship, growing together as disciples of Christ, and going throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, we we do commit ourselves to you this morning as individuals and as a church, Lord. 
we uh, acknowledge today that we are about glorifying you first and foremost, Lord. We want to be pleasing to you. We want to exalt you. and We want to do so by, by knowing you through worship and growing together as your followers and, and spreading the message, going throughout the world with the gospel of Christ. And Lord, I pray that, that you would help us to be a united church uh, that embraces your direction for us, Lord, that, that as your people we would be found faithful as a collective body who pursue you and desire to, to be obedient to you. So, Lord, watch over us as we do that. Correct us where we're wrong. Uh, Lord, change us where we're misguided. Lord, draw us back to you that we may exalt Jesus Christ, the name of Christ. And we thank you for Christ. We thank you for the sacrifice of Christ that gives us reason each week to gather together with your people. And Lord, watch over us as, as we leave this place this morning. May we continue to, to seek you and to live for you, to exalt you, to obey you, and to proclaim the message of Christ everywhere that we go. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.